Greetings and salutations. This is YNB Collins, and I'm joined with Brother Wolf here, and I'm joined with Rev Ross as well. All right, guys, and this is the Benchmark Podcast, where we try to use critical thinking and life experiences in order to do better. Today's topic is a fun and easy one, but I'm hoping it'll be resonating with some content creators and executives, so that way we get a quality product every time we do something. <laughs> what we're talking about today are IPs, intellectual properties, specifically Twisted Metal, but we're going to expand it to everything else. Now, for those of you who don't know, Twisted Metal was a video game late back in the in 95 when it first came out on the PS1. Uh, outlandish, over-the-top vehicular combat. You would drive in an arena, and everybody ran around and shot each other until there was one person left. Yeah. Fair statements? Yeah. Yep. So what we're trying to do now is we're trying to go ahead and turn that into a TV show, and I am of the belief that it's going to fail. Here's why. <clears throat> it's so outlandish that if you have no clue what I'm talking about, if you go to the Googles and type in Twisted Metal and then the word Axel, if you're not surprised by what you see, you are a better person than I. <laughs> it's a man strapped between two wheels whose name is Axel, who is literally an Axel. Now, you've got to be asking yourself, what would get people to fight to the death in random cars? Why not just take like a tank or a jet fighter or a whatever? Well, there's an enigmatic figure named Calypso. Don't know if he's the devil a demon, extra dimensional, whatever. But he gathers everybody together, says, if you win, I grant a wish. Pretty powerful motivator. Yeah. So as such, we have this crazy person getting other crazy people to go do a really crazy thing. How does that translate to the screen? And I'm not sure it can. There's a short answer. Not easily. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I think I'll disagree with that one. I, I think you could translate it fairly well. It's just it needs a story built around it, and that's that enters your protag, where you follow that person around, who this time will be played by Anthony Mackie. Uh, so, well, see, this is the part I where feel, I apologize. Go ahead, continue. Mm-hmm. I feel it's going to be moderately successful. I, f- I don't feel like it's going to be. Uh, I don't feel like it's going to be horrible. I feel like it's going to be something that we can be- look at and go, "Oh, that happened. Awesome." But in a media saturated society, you need to go ahead and have more than that happen for people to pay attention, right? Like, how many Netflix series mm-hmm. have been canceled? Because it was just meh oh, no, enough. That's because Net- that's because Netflix doesn't put any uh, uh, strength behind their 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 shows anymore. Because what happens? Netflix has a problem. If you have a successful show, <laughs> that means the people gonna want to get paid more on that show, and Netflix really can't really do that. They can pay to put out content that is reasonably good or buy content from other people that's reasonably good. But if they have a great IP, then the actor's going to want to be paid more. The writer's going to want to be paid more. And they get to a ceiling where they can't pay them anymore. And then they have to get rid of the show. I agree, except that hasn't happened yet. that's, That's literally what has happened to all of Netflix's successful IPs. 
Also, here's the question: What do we define as successful? What was the space movie you had us watch? A space series you had us watch, Brother Wolf? Away, away, away was decent. I wouldn't say it was the, majorly successful, but, but they I, had a lot of people complaining that it got when it got canceled. They uh, had a lot of people complaining. So I'm not. Netflix sh- has winners. Netflix puts out winners. Uh, agree. And they they make hits. They just don't stay with them. They're like Fox. So this is the the point that I wanted to get to, if nothing else. So uh, the Twisted Metal trailer, once you watch all of it, and like I said, the three hooks that got me are, number one, Anthony Mackie is the main character. Number two, Sweet Tooth the Clown. (laughs) And yes, there's a homicidal clown inside of Twisted Metal. That part's probably the most believable part out of everything in the entire... It's very hard to screw up a homicidal clown. When you have those combination of words together in a storyline... People are going to turn in just to see that. <laughs> You're not wrong. So we're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And, you know, you, you got Mackie. Sweet Tooth is uh, the body is played by Samoa Joe. The voice is Will Arnett. You got Nev Campbell. You got Stephanie Beatrice, uh, Hayden Church. You got a, you've got decent casting. So the question becomes. Did, did they cast Axel yet? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> just saying. Stop it. But part of the issue is the, the streaming service that the Twisted Metal TV show will be on will be on Peacock, NBC. Okay. And the problem I have with this, and please correct me if I'm wrong, is that they, I believe, do not want such an edgy, over-the-top IP. That's number one. Where death is a pretty much guarantee in this universe. I wouldn't even say death at this point. Let's call it what it is, murder. You're murdering people. That's the... Well, the the thing in which I want to say on this... I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, well, go but, ahead, go ahead. but it, it's it's to this point, is the fact that we, we live in a time in which uh, that may not necessarily be true, that networks are defined by their previous... Uh, their previous genres their previous uh standards because uh a perfect example would be disney and what happened with the multiverse of madness i don't know if you remember this but people were saying that they didn't think that they were going to do that well because of the amount of death that happened in you know the comic books when scarlet witch actually went off a rocker turns out disney followed through there was so much killing and bloodshed and then so much death, they made people feel uncomfortable. I must. I have something to support your point and refute your point at the same time. So, number one, if you watch uh, um, Sam and Bucky, because that's the actual name of that TV show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's Sam and Bucky. But if you actually watch that, the scene where John Walker used the shield to unalive somebody, I didn't expect that to happen on a Disney Disney. Uh, product whatsoever is that a fair assessment rev that's fair that's fair and you know i didn't think that was going to happen but they stayed true to it and i'm like okay cool whatever um you know it's one of my favorite characters francis castiglione you realize they just actually removed the punisher from the six from the multiverse right Oh, I did not hear that. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that. I oh, can wait. When? Oh, Disney, I, you just took a loss right there. I'm about to say. So wait, I'm a. I'm. I'm going to look it up. Hold on, let because me press they, the button. They, they just. They had. They just were advertising that they were putting, the, Daredevil show, the new Punisher show, 
uh, the Deadpool movie and a potential uh, run of the Midnight Suns uh, for uh, their Marvel ex- Extended Universe or whatever. Now, on mind, Disney Plus. That, mind you, this uh, just came out. It was on Screen Rant. Uh, and it's spoilers for Punisher number 12. <clears throat> I'm reading directly from it. I'm going to put the link in the sh- or in turn, put it in the show notes. Uh, <clears throat> reading directly from Francesco Cacciatore. Uh, it's official. The Punisher doesn't exist anymore in Marvel Comics. After a 12-issue series that completely redefined the character, revisiting the Punisher's or- origin story, and resurrecting his wife, Maria, Frank Castle says farewell to everything, which was probably what Marvel wanted all along. <clears throat> It's basically what happens is uh, he gets, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, where's, I'm trying to scroll down to go ahead and see exactly what it says. But basically, Maria's like, you didn't do this for us, you didn't do this for us, and he disappears from existence. Doctor Strange couldn't find him. Oh, wow. Although... Based off of what you just said, oh, it this makes... is in the comics. Yeah. Well, okay. remember Disney owns the comic. Yeah, I would say Disney owns too. the company. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I get that. What I'm saying is, they're doing something entirely different on the MCU side by recasting uh, Birth and All for another 12, uh, 12, 13 show run for uh, for the Punisher. Fair so enough. Like I said, they might this... be getting rid of the character. They might be getting rid of the character in the comics in order to prep to get rid of the character in the sh- in MCU, I guess. But I, they might just want to stop telling Punisher stories. It's, I mean, it's not really something that works in today's. I I love Punisher as a character, but it's not really something that works in today's society. Society, there's certain things that we all know. Have uh, have have changed things, and whether or not it has viewership or watchability as much as it used to. And the Punisher, I, I, I doubt of- that. I, I don't. I'm arguing with you on that one, brother. Wolf said it, that Punisher does work. It's just that people don't take the lesson from it. Like Punisher is not a lesson of this is what I'm supposed to be. He he is not someone to emulate. He is someone to sympathize with, empathize with, but ultimately, he's a cautionary tale. This is not the road you want to travel. It destroys you. And I think that's not the tra- That's not the message people have gotten from the Punisher series and stories. It's, well, they, also, get, uh, the they, get thing- the, they get the power fantasies. I didn't like the Marvel series either because it was only government. Castle was designed to get revenge on people who did wrong. Like to be quite honest, Castle was a a a slasher villain, you know, kind of like Jason Voorhees. Can you stop him? No. You can try and stay away though. That's all you can do. And my concern to 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 draw it back to the lecture at hand is Will Peacock be able to take such an over-the-top where combat and unaliving is the, the standard of the day? I, I don't think that's going to happen well in this instance. Now, Ooh. mind you, if they try to make it just a little bit dark and whatnot, they might be able to get away with it, but that means they have to have nothing on screen 
everything's got to take place off screen. Nothing that makes it original, basically. Yeah. That that would be the only way how they could kind of get away with it is they would turn into every other car vehicular, you know, move Mad Max kind of movie. I mean, they could they could, they could just make it Death Race. Which, Which is, is kind of what it sounds like. But the problem it's kind is... kind of sounds like it's, it's in that vein. But it's... it's. I mean, let's be real, though. That's what Death Race was the closest we've gotten so far to a Twisted Metal, like... And I guess part of the issue... Or, or show. I guess part of the issue I have is the fact that you don't have to call this Twisted Metal. If it had Anthony Mackie in it, I'm more interested in seeing it than not. Just like if Renee Lee's Goldberry is in it, I'm more interested in seeing something with her in it. So, do you have to name it Twisted Metal? No. The more times they don't, but the the, the IP is what triggers people's interest, which I get what you're saying. For so, for example, right around the same time, about four or five years ago. Uh, the movie Red Sparrow was released. Red Sparrow, I'm unfamiliar. It's little bitty Russian girls are taught to be assassins. Oh, the one with the uh, with Hunger Games. The, the one with Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the, basically, at the Black Widow storyline. Almost at the exact same time they were going to release the, the Black Widow movie. Yeah. That's, that's is, Natasha Romanov's origin story. 100%. So like, rents like one movie. They, both of those movies are the same story, but one is just called Red Sparrow. You know what I mean? And one's in the MCU. It's 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 funny to me how certain movies will do things like that. Like I just said, Death. If you watch Death, the first, especially the first Death Race, because it's like three or four now. The the, the people are driving over spots in the ground to activate their weapons. I mean, so they brother, can have their weapons for the combat. Brother Wolf said it best. Mario Kart got an upgrade. Video game trope. Yeah, one hundred percent a video game trope. But I, I don't know. That's why I said it's going to be moderately successful because it's Death Race was interesting to watch. It killed a couple. It killed an hour and a half of my time when I was doing security. So I, I didn't care. Quite, you know, quite this, frankly, I prefer Cannonball Run, but uh, that's just me. <laughs> so if Cannonball Run had guns Oh you got a winner <laughs> Okay so maybe we are going to watch this But let So I don't think it's going to translate as well But one of the things that we have to talk about Are IPs in general And when you try to translate them To a larger audience Because you go to a different medium So we started doing comparisons about This one that one Why do, the, uh, why do IPs work versus why don't they work Yeah and uh, Brother Wolf, I'm going to give you the floor because you bludgeoned me into submission. You had a great point. So go ahead. Well, I think part of the problem is is that if an IP works, it's because it already had an existing storyline. It already had an existing strong storyline. The ones that typically don't work are ones that didn't have an existing strong storyline. I mean, and, and that's uh, that's one of the reasons why you would be hesitant for Twisted Metal because even though Black had a great storyline, as a whole, the series does not have a great storyline. Um, it has if you a look, hook, but not a storyline. Yeah. It has a hook, but not a storyline. Um, if you look at uh, series that work, ones like The Last of Us, that, that works because it already had a really strong story going into it. Um, you know, the, the ones that don't work are ones like 
you know, if you look back at the original Super Mario Brothers movie, that is an example of why it didn't work. Was because at the time they hadn't established a strong story for Mario. And now they do. And that's why a new Super Mario Brothers movie works. You, when you look back at Street Fighter, Street Fighter stunk. Why? Because at the, the only storyline you had to work with was at the beginning, Ryu and Ken are fighting. One tries to throw a punch at the other one, and the other one ducks it. That's your beginning story. After that, you go through about 12 rounds of fighting, and then at the end, Mikhail Gorbachev is dancing. With Zangief, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and to, to put it in perspective, who the hell was Captain Sawada? <laughs> you just make people up at that yeah, point. You know? <laughs> and look, don't get me wrong. I have never liked Cammy as a character. I can't stand her. But I like seeing Kylie Minogue in a bodysuit. <laughs> okay. Like, 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 this. <laughs> like, the only thing good about the Street Fighter movie was Roll Julia? Yeah, he played a good bison. That's true. But you didn't need it to be Street Fighter. You just needed it to be another blood sport type fighting movie. That's what it was. Yeah. You know, basically it wasn't it didn't have the feel of Street Fighter. You know, later on when they it panned out the Street Fighter series more, the animated series were good. They were a lot better than the movie when they when they expanded upon the 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 uh the universe, the Street Fighter universe more. And so these series work when they work with a a universe that has already been fleshed out and basically the uh the director or the producer is just putting you know uh, I'm going to focus on this part of the universe that everybody already knows. So basically so, if the blueprint's so there we're good to go. Wolf. Yeah, Red ready to wolf. So I'm gonna right, so I'm 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 going to go ahead and go I I'm almost sold by your proposal almost. But there are a couple of series that doesn't fit that mold that should have worked out better than they should have, than they did, according to what you have established, right? And the one that I'm going to point out is going to be the new Mortal Kombat movie series, which was is ridiculous because the Mortal Kombat IP like the the has an established not just an established storyline but for the last like four or five games has a continue a continuous story mode that leads into each game like it is actually telling a story with these fights that could have just been summarized and picked up clean from the game put into the movie and made there was no need to make a new character that no one knows to be the, I guess, uh, voice of the audience that so they don't understand what's going on. Uh, yeah, it didn't. It didn't fare well because it didn't translate the actual story when oh, it had one. Okay, I would <clears throat> defending Brother Wolf's point. So I just, I just think that they. I just think that if you, if they go with the storyline, you. Um, I'm kind of agreeing with you there. Oh, but, but when they decide to do an extra storyline and do whatever they want, that's when you, well, that's when everything has a problem because you're not following the spirit of the IP. Which is, which so is the no point we're getting what at. matter what IP it is, well, no, what, I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is no matter what IP it is, when you just ditch whatever makes that IP interesting, 
besides it's you know whatever makes that IP the draw. Once you ditch that and try to do something else, that actually was what was what kills it. And the thing is, like the story becomes a part of the IP draw, is what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to, I feel like I'm trying to say the same thing, but it encapsulated a bigger idea. Because I was say, I'm not following you right you know, now. You've literally become an basically, basically, it feels like Brother Wolf is the laughing IPs at you right that now. Were more, <laughs> basically, it feels like the IPs that were more uh, clearly defined as they got as time got went on, uh, when those stories became a part of those, those IPs, they did better when they, which when that when that definition was transcribed over. So you realize right? that's what he said, right? I'm. What I'm trying to say is, even if the IP isn't clearly defined and it just has the one thing that it, it's noted for, once you toss that away, you you trash the IP, right? For example, um, I'm looking for. I think I'm Tomb Raider. Okay, Tomb Raider doesn't really have a story. Like the original Tomb Raider doesn't really have you kind of like follow along this thing, right? But it translated well enough because they got the concept of what it meant to be a what it meant to be Tomb Raider. Well, right? You get what I'm saying? Not it was a good conversion. Oh, it was a good conversion, even though the IP wasn't as clearly defined when those movies came out. But they took the spirit of it and put that into the movies. It, I'm going to argue that. Okay, so let me let me for it to be clearly defined. Let me take over for a second in regards to just Tomb Raider before we jump back. So first mm. off, Tomb Raider is in the name. I can figure out what you do for a living. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey man, this is you. Hey. You're not even sitting hey. on this. <laughs> hey, hey. We've, we've seen some. I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brother Wolf can't stop laughing. Would you hush? No, 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 go, go, go. What I was going to say was uh, Indiana Jones, Laura Croft, and Tia Carrere, I forgot the character's name, and Relic Hunter. They're the same person, just like you said earlier. When yeah, I was going to say Indiana Jones is Laura Croft without the boobs. That's all I was going to say. But yeah, basically. <laughs> but the point is, those three characters are basically the same story. Just each one has a different enough hook, right? You know. Um, the point for me is, I'm really concerned with, um, in the case of Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, the new one. The reason it failed is because executives meddled too much. That's the point I want to make very, very abundantly clear. This is one of the... Okay, perfect example. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, but the, whoa, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that surge with the lemon cappuccino. <laughs> um, for those who might have younger people around or those who have sensitive ears, you might not want to listen. How did M. Night Shyamalan fuck up Avatar? I mean, honest to God, it, you take Captain Planet, put in Asian mythology and martial arts. You're telling me we're, we weren't watching that as kids? Right. 
come on, man. And it's actually got a deep story. It's got great character arcs. Like, uh, what's the fire uh, lord? Uh, uh, Ozai. No, no, the one who uh, redeemed no, himself. No, no, no. You're oh. talking about Zuko. 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 He's yeah, talking Zuko. about Zuko. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. You can't find, you can't find good storytelling like that almost anywhere else. Right. And yet, M. Night Shyamalan found a way to fuck up. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So as one of those, how did you mess this up? All you have to do. <clears throat> he didn't watch his tone or delivery. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That's one hundred percent. Brother Wolf, you are one hundred percent right. He got the tone and the delivery <laughs> of that show wrong. I don't like. It. <laughs> Doesn't feel good when it's used against you. <laughs> well, no, we was against my Shyamalan, so I have no problem with this. I have no problem with this. I just wanted to be the one to say it. But no, like, uh, what, what's the quote? Don't reinvent the wheel, just realign it. Right. He tried to reinvent it. He's so worried about putting the M. Night Shyamalan stamp. Like, <clears throat> you weren't around for this one, but uh, Rev Ross and I had a great conversation about Michael Bay and what he does with IPs. You want to take this away, uh, Rev? Um, what Michael Bay does? Yeah, he just he. Oh man, we were just talking about this the other day. He 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 basically. You want me to sum it up for you with the sum? Of- he adds explosions because that's my name. <laughs> that's my no. The best thing he's no, in, he said in, in in totality, Michael Bay is the Bill Belichick of action movies. Yeah, he he finds he finds so basically he goes his formula is this. He finds actors that are actors or personalities. I'm not even going to say because some of them sometimes they aren't even all actors, but people he can put in the movie together that have decent chemistry and cost effective. You had a bunch of explosions and you do really good special effects. You you he he runs the he makes a movie on a budget. But he's not budgeting for that. Like the actor's expense is not what he's focusing on. He's focusing on special effects, sound effects, and the experience of the movie. Like he is what his his acting, like he couldn't care. He he just wants people that can kind of show emotion on screen because that's not what he's going for. He's going to inspire your emotion through the main conflict and the staggering differences in power level that the characters are, or the staggering size and scope of the enemy they have to fight, or how many big explosions the enemy can bring to this this party. Basically, he is relying on... It's the old Dragon Ball Z Exactly. Except the acting. You know what I mean? So I actually want to... To propel the movie forward. I actually... Based off what you're saying... I actually want Michael Bay to do the next Dragon Ball movie. <laughs> I believe he'd probably do it right. Because <laughs> it's right in his wheelhouse. Oh, no, it would be beautiful. He'd hire, <laughs> he'd hire a fight. He'd hire some also fight choreographer. Like choreographer. Choreographer. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm not pronouncing correctly. Choreographer. And he'd have, he'd spend, that's what he spends his money on when he makes the movies. He spends a lot of money on making the movie like technically right. And then he spends, he gets like C, B plus this actors. And, it, and sometimes it pushes those actors over the edge because they come in, you get, you get people that are hungry 
You know what I mean? That want a chance. And look, I get it. Like to 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 go further. So going down the list of more ideas of things that failed. So Silent Hill. Don't y'all think that was a pretty decent uh uh conversion? Yeah, I think it was a decent conversion, but it was a box office bust. But it it has a cult following now. Like when you look I mean, it back always at, had a cult following. No, I mean the movie it itself a, has a cult following, not just the uh game. I'll say this right now. Uh I still can't play PT. I I don't like that game. <laughs> Although uh, I still say yeah. the time I get to make fun of you the most, Rev, was when we were in GameStop and you asked me oh my if God, you'd play. No. <laughs> yeah, this chump right here said, "If I bought Silent Hill, would you play it for me?" <laughs> chump. <laughs> what do you mean you're not gonna play I your own game? Eventually. I mean, I, I still that I, hey, to take the take it off a of rev. I'm gonna sit up there and talk about the first mm-hmm. time in which I played Resident Evil Three, and Nemesis broke down the freaking yeah. wall. Yeah, the, the wall business. <laughs> I dropped the controller and ran out the room. <laughs> and and my sister, my sister, she was uh, she was the evilest person in the world because she said, "You got to go take out the garbage right now." It was the middle of the night, <laughs> and you know you start hearing and seeing things that don't make sense. I don't need none of what you got. And the nemesis had just taken down the wall. <laughs> So I was not happy. So a window don't count for nothing. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of Resident Evil, like the Resident Evil IP, did you think that, that those movies were a good conversion? Yeah, uh, uh, most uh, at the very beginning, Resident Evil was good. It was very good. The the Resident Evil one because they had the established story and they did not stray too far from it. Also, credit where credit is due. Marilyn Manson doing the Red Queen was a boss. This is true. In the in the soundtrack, that was boss. Now, once it got yeah, like three three in, that's when it was just bad. Like, I don't like like the. I think the first two were unbearable, but the third one gets you start going. Okay, y'all didn't. This is not even shark jumping right now. Y'all didn't went past that point. I would say you like, jumped the Sharknado at this point. <laughs> yes, because um, you. But you it went- also like the story got so. The story got so convoluted with the main character, it got you were like, "What is going? What is really going on?" I mean, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, the conversion started out interesting because they were still kind of holding on to what made Resident Evil what it was. I'm gonna say and like this: and, I'm not a fan of Mila Jovovich. I, I'm just not. I'm one of the few people who don't like the Fifth Element. I think she's okay. I, I think she's a good actress. I just think that she has to be given a certain Ooh. role. That's what Ooh. I'm gonna say. Uh, she has to be. I'm not gonna say <laughs> But I'm gonna say she has to be given a certain role. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Is uh, she doesn't fit into every every possible um, permutation. Uh, yeah, it, 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 that's what I think it is. Uh, but uh, I think that the more they imp- they forced Alice on us, who wasn't really part of the Resident Evil universe and didn't quite fit in the Resident Evil universe, once again, star further, power and meddling. Yeah, that that was the the worst it got. You yeah. know, like having Mike Epps as a side character, I didn't mind. Right, 
but I have to go ahead and quote one of my friends in the Transformers franchise. Looking at it back, looking at the first Michael Bay Transformers movie, we didn't need Anthony Anderson's character at all. He was kind of a waste of time. You could have literally combined everybody into one. You didn't need to have all this cast menagerie of people. You really didn't. That was kind of a waste. So no, that's true. So here's I've got to ask this one because I'm a child of the '80s. How did you mess up Jim and the holograms? (laughs) I, I I still don't understand that one to this day. How did you mess up Josie and the Pussycats? Like, you're telling me right now, <clears throat> hey, married man, you're telling me if I put Doja Cat in a Doja Cat outfit on stage in sultry singing and let's say SZA and Ariana Grande are guest starring, will you watch that? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> so That's unmarried men, smart. would you go ahead and watch? <laughs> Am I saying, hell I'll yeah. I think at least one look, you know what I mean? That's at least one. See, look, Mary Man being quiet. He's frowning over there at me right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But but seriously, Josie and the Pussycats, <clears throat> so another example of a conversion, Riverdale. That was an edgier version, more grown up, and I was fine with it. Because they still had parts of the source material with it. They still had a large quotient of the source material. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you can't tell me you tell me you can't do that with this. Like, is is the writer strike that serious? Because <laughs> obviously it is. Um, it actually it it, it might be. So, That's yeah. what killed um, the writer strike of the two thousands is what killed the the hero series. Yeah, that is true. Ooh, and you it stunk because before the writer strike, they were sa- saving the cheerleader and everything was going fine. And after the writer's strike, they saved the cheerleader and then they wanted to put her back. (laughs) 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 So I'm just saying. Mr. Petrelli. (laughs) You can literally, if you watch all of Heroes, like the original show, if you watch all of Heroes, you can see when, you can just, as you're watching the show, all right, it's around, you'll go like, ah, I feel like the writer's strike happened around, right about here. Yep. Like you could tell in the storytelling, like stuff just started too many contradictions were happening of like stuff that they had established earlier and they were trying to retcon stuff too many too many characters were like either getting unnecessarily removed from the storyline or just removed for just for shock value only you know what i mean they were doing a lot of weird things when people don't know what to do with, 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 with powers and destiny, they do a lot of time travel. You know, something like that was happening. It's, it's, you can tell. You can tell. You know what I think of? I think of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was heroes done right. Except they just put it in the Marvel Universe. Fair. Fair. You know. So, <clears throat> do you have... Uh, Another IP you wanted to discuss, Rev Ross? Because I thought you said you had one specifically you wanted to hit us with. Um, also, no, no, because the, the one I was talking about was like the Mortal Kombat series. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been, has been like, like the Uncharted series, even though it only has one movie, 
and it's slated, it's supposed to be slated for another one. I, I think it, it was a good conversion. Um, even though it's a very much like Indiana Jones, the future, but I mean, it's, we need a good Indiana Jones franchise. It takes, you know, you have, mean, Indiana Jones has good three movies and that's a wrap. Um, you're not going to talk about the fourth. <laughs> They had a good three movies, and that was a wrap. And that was a wrap. What you think is up there? Three movies. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like, to give another example of one of my favorite franchises, Dead or Alive, they had a movie series. It was so bad, but you didn't care because you knew it was designed to be bad. Right. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. How Dead or Alive was so bad, it was accurate. <laughs> like, it was so bad it, it was, was accurate. So, it was so bad it got the cannon it got cannon right. It was yeah. it was okay. right. You were like Brother Wolf, yo name four people from the Dead or Alive franchise. I can't. <laughs> Misa give up. Misa give up. <laughs> wow. That's like that's like they asked somebody to name oh, name a good Nick Cannon song and put a gun to his head. He's like, shoot, <laughs> shoot, please, boy. But wait, I will defend Nick Cannon because somebody was getting mad at him, and I was like, look, bro. Oh, that was on Wild Now. Now I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cannon is the best active shooter since Steph Curry. How many kids he got? <laughs> That boy's going to be working for the rest of his life. <laughs> How much child support do you have? All of it. <laughs> All of it. All of it. I'm mad. Okay. How many kids does he have? Uh, I think he's up to like... I think Boy, he's in the Notice teens. how you said that. He's up to. You know there's a chance for the pot to increase. Because you feel like as you're saying it, the number is rising. <laughs> That's the problem. He has, I would say it like this. He has a minimum of two kids. So he has a minimum of two He's been way nice. I happen to know by season six of Wild and now he had about 13. (laughs) (laughs) And not it just just a few of them were for the Wild Now girls. Nick Cannon has 12 kids. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. I'm surprised it was that low. I really am. When when was that uh, article from? Yeah. Yeah, no, the, yeah, there you go. No, it's 12. It's 12. It, it is 12? Yeah, look, um, so, yeah, I'm looking right now. So I did the Google search. I thought it was, I thought it was up to like 13, but I might be wrong. That's what I thought, it, at least. Um, the fact is, the man has a power of 10 kids, <laughs> at least, minimum. And look, here's the thing. He can afford them. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, moving on so we can go ahead and hurry up and finish up. Besides Dead or Alive being horribly accurate, were there any other franchise? Because we went over, we didn't even make fun of the original Mario Brothers movie. We just moved on. That's how bad that crap was. (laughs) You know? Uh, Like I said, we went over Jim and the Holograms. We went over this. Uh, Yeah, we went over... Yeah, we went over most of the ones that we could think of immediately. 
So I mean, even a, a perfect example to follow what uh, Rev said was uh, the Halo series. I know how y'all felt about the Halo series, but when they had it at first, the first few episodes before Master Chief took off the helmet and before he started talking and everything, they were like, "That's not Halo." When Master Chief takes off the helmet and stops talking, then you're fucking around with the source material way too much. You well, know, I mean, it's even it more st- interpersonal. It, it even stated it in various interviews. It's like the reason he never takes his helmet off, he never defined who he is, is because it allows for immersion. It allows you to think you're you. Like one of the reasons why, and I remember reading this as well, one of the reasons Indiana Jones worked is he's believable, and you think with maybe a few more push-ups and a few more courses, you could do what he does. Like, I believe, without a shadow of a doubt, if I find a giant scimitar-wielding man that I would pull my gun and shoot him, <laughs> like, like a Raiders of the Lost Ark, I believe I could do that. I am not messing with that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Not today. Not today. Not today. <laughs> but, yeah, it's one of those you literally change the source material and what created the connection that you had with Master Chief. Well, you had. I don't like Halo. Right. But uh, yeah, exactly. The 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 people that love the series love the parts of it that made it the first that that made it in touch with the actual source material. Yeah. So I, I will say that I'm kind of curious just to see what other IPs because I've I know Netflix is working on like a live action Zelda series. That's um, gonna be really good or really bad. There's no in between for that one. Like, they gotta follow the source the, on that. But but which source? Because remember, which, each story is a retelling story? of the same thing. No, no, they went through it. They're actually no, they, all connected. They've canonically connected all of the stories together. That, it's mean, a it's a reincarnation principle. That, that's what the same thing. the The whole point is is that you. <clears throat> I believe they'd be better off just picking one small thing and doing that. And not saying we're ignoring the source material, but by definition, leaving it open, you could have, you know, you could go from Ocarina of Time to uh, Majora's Mask or to Breath of the Wild or whatever. You have so much option that you have to almost by definition cut it down just to make it easy to deal with. Right. Just to make. I would say you would. I would say with Zelda, they should just pay the writers the right money and write a brand new completely different Zelda story that has the same trope, the feels of the Zelda game you play. There will be water temples. There will be, there's some magical thing you need to use to do the the bulk of the game to solve the puzzles or stuff like that. There is that type of stuff that you go along, you know, make it a, a a Tomb Raider-esque type adventure thing with monsters to fight and stuff like that, but make it an original story and then just say, this story fits in this timeline, like in this part of the incarnation cycle. Like that would be the best bet, I think, going forward. Instead of trying to direct something that people have already played through. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, but I feel as though we went back on our point now about going away from the source material almost with that argument. Yeah. Well, no, 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 you're not what you're doing because the source material says that these things have... They, the source material of Zelda says it has these things that happen, right? The Link will always be the warrior the of courage. Yeah. He, the hero, the hero, uh, 
Princess Zelda will always have wisdom. Ganon will always have power. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it turns out. You just write your own story, utilizing all of those, and then just do your research. See what comes up frequently in the Zelda games and stuff like that. And then put that those things in the in your story. So are you telling me to write those a fanfic? <laughs> I mean, dude, if you want to write a fan, you might be you might be lucky enough to uh get it turned into a a, a three part a, a a three three movie a, a tree what is it a trio of movies a series trilogy. There you go, trilogy. I lost my words <laughs> there for a moment. I apologize. I could tell. But now right. you might get you might be able to get a trilogy out of it, like somebody else wrote a fanfic. <clears throat> what fanfic are you talking about? Um, um, I mean, oh no, no, you said it. You threw all you bring it to bring it to light. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> what fanfic, the fanfic, sir? Fanfic that be, the fanfic that became Fifty Shades of Grey. Fair enough. At least he admitted it. Red like the communist man of oh god that was so bad. <laughs> <sighs> but in any case though, uh to go ahead and solidify some of our points, have source material. Follow the source material and like the quote goes, don't reinvent the wheel, just realign it. The more you try to put your own stuff in there, the more you go ahead and butcher it. That's not the goal here. If you have, if you have a, a template for success, why would you ruin it? There, there's no need for that. Like literally, this is one of those: print your money and go ahead and go to the next thing. Is that a mm-hmm. fair assessment? I think so. Sure. Like I said, I I still want to try and redo Josie and the Pussycats. Like I said, I'm gonna take Doja Cat, Ariana Grande, and pick pick. Pick Adele, pick Lizzo, pick whoever. And you're telling me you can't make that movie worthwhile? And Jennifer Lopez is their manager. I think it's closing time. (laughs) (laughs) That's because you're a married man. Our brother Wolf was like, yeah, it's time to stop. It's time to stop. Um, (laughs) No, but, 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 you know, all those people out there listening, just think about what, what IPs you know that were successful when they were translated over to a movie or to to film, you know, and, uh, and if you are a content there, creator, comes to mind that we might have missed, that we might have missed, you know, we'll talk about it. Shoot us, an, shoot us an email, or shoot us a, a, a link, and we'll talk about it. Let us know what's going on. And like I said, if you're a content creator, take these lessons and roll with them. So, besides the fact that Brother Wolf don't want to go ahead and talk about that, since it is closing time, this is Y and B Collins, Brother Wolf, and of course, Rev Ross. We're hoping Twisted Metal works, but we're going to see how twisted they take the story, right? Right. So with that said, y'all be safe, guys. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at the Real Benchmark Podcast at gmail.com 
or www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com. Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Bench Media, LLC.